A lot of people think that once you build a system, it's just how it's supposed to be. If your business grows and scales, there should be changes that are done to those systems. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 61, and today we're chatting with Taryn Rochelle from The Lifestyle Co. She's an absolute genius when it comes to creating intentional and strategic systems inside your biz. And let's be honest, we can all use a little time back in our lives through the magic of automation. You guys, this episode was so good. It's inspired us to revamp our systems, create a better client experience, use the tools <laughs> like Dubsado that we already invest in in a better way for our business. So we can't wait for all the tips you're going to take away. Let's go ahead and get into it. Hello, Taryn. Thank you so much for being on the Duo On Air podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat all things systems and client experience with you guys. Same. We were just saying that we feel like we need this episode more than maybe our listeners do. So <laughs> we are super excited to jump into everything. So why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about you and your business? I know this isn't your first business too, right? So yeah. kind of just... We'd love to hear about that journey. Yeah, definitely. So my name is Taryn Rochelle. I'm the CEO and founder of the Social Lifestyle Co. And the name of my business um, may give away a little bit of my background. Um, I did start in social media management. Um, that is how I started my business. I used to have an online clothing boutique. I worked in the retail industry for a very long, long time. And then I had kids and working 60 plus hours a week in retail was just not realistic while being a mom. Um, I did it while I had to. I was a single mom at one point. And so, you know, we do what we have to do for our babies. And but once I got married and could really change what I was doing, I wanted to work from home. Um, I unfortunately lost my mother to cancer about five years ago. And that, you know, really just turned my world upside down. And I realized that like life is too short to not be doing something you love. And I love being home with my kids, but I also love working. So I know there's a lot of, you know, stay at home moms out there. And I believe that's a job too. But for me, I also need something like outside of that. And so I started my own online clothing boutique. And while I really enjoyed that, it was a good like segue from, you know, working in retail into that. Um, but what I really started to like about it was the social media side. And I had a lot of other boutiques asking, you know, like who's a, who does your social media and all this stuff. And I was like, well, I do it. And they're like, well, can you do mine? Um, and I started down that rabbit hole and I was like, this is so much fun. Like I don't have to deal with inventory, like any of this stuff. So I closed up shop and dove into social media management and while I did love it, what I really started to develop was a system for your social media. And I feel like that is what a lot of people miss and lack. They see social media as just pretty pictures. 
Um, they see client experience as just, you know, someone coming in and then leaving. And there's so many different parts of that process um, for all parts of your business. And then I got into the systems world. So I believe that having strong systems helps you live a social lifestyle that you love and enjoy. And that is what I now help my clients in the wedding and event industry do. So I started in retail and now into systems, but looking back on it, I'm like, I use systems from the time when I worked in retail all the way into this point of my business and journey. Um, but just didn't realize it until I really dove into the systems world. That's awesome. That's such a natural, like at the time you don't know it. And I feel like every like pivot and move we've had in our business, like we look back and we think like, wow, that was such a natural progression. But at the time it feels chaotic, which like for oh, you, totally. it's so true though. Like it was like one thing led to another, led to another that led you into the business that you're loving right now. Yeah. And I definitely think that, you know, that is something in the online space that's not talked about a lot is that it's okay to pivot and change as your seasons of life changes. Um, and a lot of people think like when you start something, you need to have it set in stone. Um, and I'm just not like that. Um, it's just not how I am. It's not how I function, how I think. And I think that really stalls your business and stalls your growth by having that mindset. And so really just knowing that things can change and navigate as your seasons of life changes, um, and especially your systems, which is what you know, I talk a lot about with my clients because a lot of people think that once you build a system, it's just how it's supposed to be. Even if I build it for you, um, in a couple of years, as your business grows and scales, there should be changes that are done to those systems. Yeah. I think that's where people probably get most scared is because like, if they need to shift in their business, they realize that they need to change all of their systems or their systems have to, you know, evolve with them somehow. And I think that's where a lot of people probably get really scared is because they're like, everything's already put in place. Like I can't change my business or I can't grow because this is all the way that it's supposed to be working with the systems I currently have. So I'm just stuck. Kind yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think with that too is that's because a lot of people don't take the time to learn the system tools that they use. And especially if someone, and I want to make this very clear is like, when I say systems, it's like your, your process and everything like that. The system tools that you use are not your system. Um, those are the tools that you use in your business. And so it's like your content. Instagram is the platform that you put your content on, but that content can live on Pinterest, your newsletter. Um, that is your content. The platform is Instagram. So that's how you can think of like system tools like Dubsado or ClickUp. Those are the tools that you put your process into. So your process that you're worried about changing should always be changing and evolving. You know, there are things that should always be added in. Like I just did a workflow session with a client who thought, you know, like, oh yeah, like our process is pretty like solid and stuff. And then I went in and I'm like, just making these little changes can make like a huge difference in your client experience. And it's not as like scary as you may think it is. Um, and so I think that you know, remembering one that the tool that you're using is the system tool, not your system and your process. Um, but then remembering that it should always be evolving and take time to learn those system tools. Even if you have someone like me set them up for you, take that time to learn it. So then when you need to make little audits or little changes, 
you feel confident doing it. Like that's what we're all about is helping you learn how to love and implement systems in your business and not just implement them because we do them. And then you just don't ever touch them. And you just like are scared to even go in the tool at all. Yeah. I love that because we can oftentimes feel like Dubsado. We use Dubsado and it's, it can be like an overwhelming platform. And it's when you take that approach of like, you have a process and the tool helps you, you're putting yourself back in control. Like you're not letting the tool dictate your process, dictate your business. Like that's not dictating how you run things. You have a process, the tool should help. And that's such a mindset change to the whole process. Yeah, it definitely is. And like, I, so I only work in Dubsado. So I'm a certified Dubsado specialist. And so I only work in that platform for my clients, but I do have people that still come to me that work in other platforms and I may not go in the tool to actually do the things for you like I would with Dubsado, but a lot of what I teach in my strategy sessions, in you know my workflow sessions, those can be applied in the other tools that you use. You just have to adjust and modify them to fit that system tool because there may be automations that one tool can do that another one can't. Um, but you are still developing that process. You're developing your client journey from when they come in as a lead all the way through when they're sending you referrals and great testimonials. That is your client experience that you should be mapping out. And that is what you can incorporate into really any tool that you use in your business. I love that. So what are like, not thinking about just the tools, but what are the types of systems that people need to have in place for their business? Yeah. So I would say the biggest thing is going to be whatever your lead generation system is. So this is not just like, oh, how you like message someone on Instagram and start talking to them. It's also like, where do they go next? Like how easy is that process for them? Um, If you're talking about like a small offer, you're talking about a free resource, like how easy is it to get that to them? Um, And so having that system for lead generation, whether it's getting them into your CRM platform, getting them into your email list, like whatever that process is for you, um, having that system and that process mapped out. Um, The other one I would say is a big one that a lot of people don't do, especially in the beginning of their business. And they usually think I don't need to do this until I hire a team um, is a process, a system for your SOPs. So if you don't know what SOPs are, they are standard operating procedures and pretty much like the easiest way to explain this SOPs are always explained way too high level. And it is like my biggest pet peeve because then people don't do them. Um, It is like the whole process of how it takes you to get from point A of a task all the way to point B of a task. Like what are all those steps in between? So if the the task at hand is posting on Instagram. Okay. What are all of those steps it takes for that post to go live on Instagram? And that is developing your SOP, your process from it. So the first thing may be figuring out the idea and then creating the graphic in Canva and then adding copy to the graphic and then writing a caption and then putting it in your scheduling tool. Like that is developing your SOP. And why these are important is one, It helps you as a business owner not miss any steps that you need to do. So maybe you want to make sure that you add 
I add the little message button on all my posts where you, someone could send you a direct message on Instagram because I love DM conversations. I will take those all day, then comments and likes. And so I put that on every single one of my things. So I added that to my SOPs to make sure that's on there. So it's a step that I don't miss. It also helps you see if there's things that can be automated. So if there's a way that you can automate your process. So I have a thing where I use my... Um, I can't say her name out loud because she's going to trigger, but my A-L-E-X-A. Um, and <laughs> if I say it, she's going to think I'm talking to her over there. Yeah. But I have a process where I can talk to her and say a content idea and it sends it over to my ClickUp automatically. And that is something because I am like a, like things just come to my brain. And so I just like need to say things out loud. And so I use that for that reason. So I found ways to automate that process. So it really helps me and it helps you as a business owner to look and see, okay, what are all the steps in my process and also what things can I automate? And then the biggest thing is when you do hire, you're giving people tasks already that they can do in their business. People all the time hire someone and then that person's like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, I don't know, but I'm really overwhelmed and busy. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, everything is living in your head rent free right now. And I can't get in there. So I need to get everything out. And so that's where your SOPs come into place. So I create SOP banks for all my clients when we go into ClickUp and it is where you put in all of your info all of your processes, everything. So then when you do hire, you can give them to your team member and be like, Hey, here is how to set up this, um, exact process to send, uh, info to a guest to be on our podcast. Then you can have someone on your team, be able to do that for you. And you have the exact process. They're ready to go. So those are like two big things. Definitely the SOPs is one that like I always want to touch on because it's something that everyone's like, oh, I don't need to do until I have a team, but you definitely need to start doing it from the beginning of your business. So if you don't have SOPs, like pause this episode, go start, <laughs> at, go start mapping some SOPs out, look into them and start getting them um, incorporated into your business because they are so important and something that a lot of people miss. I love yeah. that. I like just the breakdown of you when you first said SOPs. I was like, oh, this sounds like some like big it sounds thing scary. That I'm like yeah, <laughs> that I'm gonna run from. But when you broke it down, it makes it it's like it's pretty simple once you think about it. And I was just sitting here and thinking about like, oh my gosh, I could be using this for this and this and our in our I mean, we did it. Yeah, like we did it three years ago in a Word doc. We wrote out workflows for every single client project. We wrote out the whole workflows and then we figured out efficiencies of right. like, here's what we can do. We never called them an SOP, but that's what they are. Like mm -hmm. they, yeah. they help us manage our process. And we know that we do need to like revamp these and stuff for our business. Yep. And yeah, I think it was definitely something where like we did it and we had a coach at the time that we were working with. And she would even say like, do you need to be doing this? Is this necessary? Can we eliminate this step? And it was so, it was so important in driving efficiencies for our business and learning where can we automate? Where can we take out our time? And like a super simple thing was like incorporating a scheduling tool. Like we weren't previously doing that. And like, that was a step where we had back and forth emails happening with clients to try and solidify a time on our calendar because we didn't mm -hmm. use a scheduling tool. And it was like such a change for our business to incorporate something like that and not realize how much time it's taking away from like your actual work. 
And even you really just... don't realize how much time tasks take you until you write them down. Like that is where right. I, so if you need a visual of like, kind of like what I'm talking about with this, because I talk about this when it comes to automations a lot is like figuring out your process. Um, my Instagram is socialized alco and you can DM me close friends. Um, and I can add you to my close friends list because I have a highlight on my Instagram. Um, but you can only see it if you're on my close friends list and it breaks down this automation process that I teach, but it is very similar to SOPs. So if you, if you're a visual person like me, you're like, okay, this sounds great, but I need to see what you're talking about. Um, just message me and I'll give you that training, but, um, pretty much like you never know how many things you do in your business for even just one task until you write it down. So when I say like, write down everything, like brain dump, pen and paper, don't go digital. If you start digital, you'll overwhelm yourself. Like don't try and make it all pretty and click up or in notion first, like pen and paper, old school, take one task you do in your business and write down every single step. And when I mean every single step, no step is too small. So every little step you do for that task, because that's going to help you see how long this task is actually taking you. If there's a return on investment of this task, what you could be giving to a team member, look up what could happen in, in Zapier to automate it. Um, because there's so much that you're doing in your business. We're wearing so many hats that we really don't need to be wearing. Um, and you know, that phrase like, oh yeah, we wear all the hats and stuff. You don't have to wear all the hats. Even if you're a one person team, that is where automations come into play, but you're not going to know what you can or should automate until you write out your process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is, I think automation is scary to a lot of people because everyone just thinks like, oh, a tool's never going to be able to do it as good as me. Um, and I think there are situations where, yeah, automation might not make sense because it is, it does need to be personalized, but there are other situations that you might not even notice that are sucking time. And even if they suck 10 minutes a day, that 10 minutes every single day is going to add up to a big chunk of time that can be making a huge difference in your business if you automate it. Yeah, definitely. There are like so many tasks that do not need your personal touch on them. Like for mm -hmm. me, it was like creating Google Drive folders for my clients. We create Google Drive folders and then we create subfolders underneath those Google Drive folders, like for every single client. And they're different depending on what service they book with us. And that was something that was like, again, like that, like five, 10 minutes a day but, but for like every single client. So right when they book, we create these Google Drive folders. Well, now Zapier does that for me. It creates the drive folders, it names the folders, puts subfolders in, it adds documents to those folders for me, depending on what services they choose. And that's all stuff that happens automatically now that we don't even have to touch. And that is just like a big time saver. And it's not something at all that needs a personal touch. Like the personal touch is adding the client's name and the automation does that for me. So it's like, there's nothing on that that I need to do other than grabbing those links and dropping them into Dubs Auto. Um, and that is the easiest part of all of that. So it's like, definitely look at it and see, you know, I go over this in that training, like what all you need to have your hands on what all can be delegated and then what can be automated. Um, and that is so important to look at. And you're not going to be able to know that until you write it all out. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, you're talking about all those Google Drive folders. I was like, I need this in my life right now for clients. That's something well, I pick up the Zapier know. hotline. Um, right? <laughs> I have a service called the Zapier hotline and all we do is set up zaps for you. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely like, it's a scary thing, but um, if you don't know how to use like automations or anything, or just thinking like it takes that personal touch out of things, but it really mm-hmm. does it. And it makes your mm-hmm. life so much easier and you're going to save a lot of time. Yeah. What now that has my brain like spinning too, because I'm like, I'd never even heard of that. So like, what are some other automations that you typically love to set up for your clients that might be more unknown? Cause I feel like there is a lot of automations that we like know about, like, you know, a link scheduler, like things like that. Um, but what are yeah. some that maybe are a little more like rare, but really beneficial? Yeah. So, um, if you guys don't know what Zapier is, you're like listening to this name I'm saying, like, what is she saying? Um, Zapier again, don't be scared of it. The easiest way to explain it is it connects one tool to another tool. Um, and so, like I said, if a client books with us in Dubsado, um, if you pay for Zapier, you can use things called filters. And so the zap will only run if it meets a certain criteria. So for us, if a client signs a contract, that contract needs to say the word Dubsado for it to then follow the next steps of creating our specific Dubsado drive folders. Then we have one for our ClickUp projects because those clients get different folders and get different documents than Dubsado. So ClickUp clients don't need like our workflow map and stuff like that. And so you can use things called filters. So it makes one tool speak to another. So when you write out your process, you're like, okay, when a client books with us, we go then create Google Drive folders. So what I tell my clients or what we do is we'll go in and be like, okay, do these tools work in Zapier? So is there a Dubsado connection? Yes, there is. Is there a Google Drive connection? Yes, there is. Okay, this task can most likely now be automated and we don't have to do it. Um, So some tasks that just to get, I wanted to give you guys that example because a lot of people are scared of Zapier. Um, A lot of people say Zapier too, if you've heard that as well. (laughs) Um, And so, um, but that is the easiest way to understand. I'm all about like meeting where you guys are at in your systems. I don't ever talk about systems like way over your head because I want you to learn to love and implement systems in your business. So I'm going to meet you guys where you're probably at in your systems journey. Um, So a favorite one that a lot of people don't know about, um, I like to do this one because I want to incorporate Pinterest marketing in my business. I don't have the time or capacity to be doing it at like a crazy high level right now, but I still want stuff just out there. Um, And so you can set up a zap where it sends your Instagram post straight over to Pinterest automatically. Um, And so that is a zap you can set up. So when you post on Instagram, it posts on your Pinterest automatically. Yes, they're not going to be as like optimized and stuff as if you like go in and like post yourself on Pinterest and everything, but they're at least out there in the Pinterest world. And if you're using keywords and stuff well on Instagram, as you should for Instagram SEO, um, then they'll be somewhat optimized for Pinterest, but at least they're out there, you know, and it's something that I don't have to do. And then when I do have someone that just takes over my Pinterest, then they can do it. And then I don't have to use that automation, but right now I'm not going to pay someone to do it. And Zapier I'm already paying for, I have unlimited zaps. So I'm going to take advantage of the unlimited zaps that I have, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to automate as much as possible. Um, so that's a big one that a lot of people don't know about. Um, and another one that I love to do is when a, 
like certain things happen, I like to get text messages because I may not see something on Slack or I may not see an email. So if a client pays an invoice, I get a text message. Um, when someone fills out one of my applications for my podcast, um, I get a message about that. Um, and then I get a separate message if someone applies to be on the podcast to be in our systems hot seat, which is like hot seat coaching. Um, and so I get separate texts for those. So I like to use the, it's SMS by Zapier. So it's like their texting tool. Um, and it can just send me text messages. It can't send other people one. So you can't use it to like send your clients a text message, but it works to send like yourself messages. Um, so I like to do that. So I'm like, at the gym, I'm like, oh, so-and-so just paid their invoice. Like, cool. Um, or I'm like, you know, doing something. I'm like, oh, I have podcast applications that I need to go look at. It just helps keep things front of, my, front of mind because I'm also a mom of two. So mom brain is real. Um, and it is like running rampant in my head. And so I just like need to have some reminders. And so those text messages are just really nice for me. So I would say those are like two ones that like people don't know you can actually do in Zapier. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love the approach of just, which I feel like I'm absolutely going to do the approach of just seeing the connections that exist for the tools mm -hmm. you already use rather than, because there is so much on Zapier, like oh so much. And the zaps that we have set up are ones that like, I feel like, like we have them set up for email list building, usually like tools that don't connect. And like, that's probably all we've explored in that Zapier world, but also just going and looking and being like, okay, here's all the tools we use. What are the zaps? Can this save us time? Um, and of course it's going to take more upfront to like mm -hmm. set it up, but once you set it up, then you're, you're good. So, um, that's a good, really good approach rather than getting overwhelmed when you just go to Zapier homepage and you see like all the stuff you can do because there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. If you've never gone on that page and then you go in and then it's like, try this tool with this tool. And like, even just like right when you go on the homepage, it immediately is telling you to like connect zaps. And you're like, I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So like you said, like, just look at, like take an audit and look at every single tool you use in your business and then go into Zapier or go into Google. Google's my favorite thing and say like, can Zapier connect Google Drive with this? And it will pop up. Like Zapier mm -hmm. will pop up probably one of their blog posts because their SEO is amazing and it'll pop up and then you will find out exactly what that can do. So um, that's what I always tell my clients. I'm like, literally go to Google and it'll tell you mm -hmm. if that tool can be connected to that other tool. Yeah. I also love it's when you're talking about systems, I love the approach you take. Cause it's like the same approach I take with SEO where I'm like, mm -hmm. let's get rid of the jargon. People love to overcomplicate crap. Like mm -hmm. let's just talk about it real life, like how it works, which I feel like you have the exact same approach when it comes to systems, which is awesome. Yeah. I definitely like, I am a no fluff person. So like, I'm still going to give you like real tangible advice, like actionable steps, like no matter where you're learning from me, but I'm also going to make sure that you can understand it because I never mm -hmm. want you to like leave something and then still hate systems because a lot of people hate systems. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm trying to change that. Like I am on a mission to help people learn how to love and implement systems. And I can't do that if you guys feel confused when you hear me talk about it. And so if it is a phrase or anything like that, that you guys like don't know what it is, like definitely go over to my Instagram. Like I love to break down just like what is Slack, you know, like people go into like, 
oh, like, here's all these crazy things you can do in Slack. And then people are like, what is Slack? Um, so like, I will break down like what the tools actually are, like what you can use them for um, and how they can be beneficial for your business, because just talking about it isn't going to help you guys want to implement it in your business. Like you guys need to understand it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your Instagram is amazing, by the way. There's so much good content there. I was looking at it before we hopped on too. And I was like, dang, this is great. We're going to learn <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yes. Yeah. A lot yes, of systems gold. I know. <laughs> Um, can we talk about Dubsado for a little bit? Just because oh, obviously yeah. your world, right? I know for like a fact, we are not using Dubsado to its fullest capabilities. <laughs> so I would love to just hear from you and maybe even just explain like the importance of like having a system like Dubsado in people's business, but then how can it be used in the best of its abilities? Yeah, definitely. So for anyone who doesn't know what Dubsado is, um, Dubsado is a CRM platform. So that is where you take in, you know, payments. That is where you talk with clients. That is where you have leads come in. Um, that is your CRM platform. So it is not your email marketing list. Your email marketing list is not your CRM platform. I will shout that from the rooftops as loud as I need to, um, because it is like such a misconception. Like I will, I don't know how many times I like ask someone like in an inquiry form, like what CRM platform do you use? They're like Flowdesk. I'm like, <laughs> that's not your CRM. Um, but that's why we're here. Um, so Dubsado, HoneyBook is one, 17 hats, like all of those are CRM platforms. Um, even your project management tool is not your CRM platform. So ClickUp is not your CRM. Um, but it is a tool that I love. Um, I, I do enjoy other tools, but it is one that I have found that really can grow with your business as your business grows. So I personally was um, with HoneyBook at the beginning, I think it is a really great platform. Um, it is something that my business just did outgrow. There aren't as many automations on there and the branding capabilities aren't as advanced as you can do in Dubsado. And the brand experience, the client experience is very important for me. And it's very important for my clients being in the wedding and event industry. Like they obviously want their stuff to look on brand because they're all about the details, which is what we're all about. And so Dubsado, I feel like it's just like the creme de la creme of CRM tools. Um, but this tool is great because it really helps with the automation aspect of your business. So the best part of Dubsado is definitely their workflow capabilities and um, so in workflows, again, very easy to understand. It's literally your process. So like your inquiry process, this is just a very easy example. So you should have an inquiry workflow for when a lead comes in. So when a lead fills out your lead capture, which could be embedded on your website or just like a link you share with them, um, you can build that into Dubsado. Then that lead capture will trigger either one workflow or it can trigger different ones. Like if someone is interested in like a specific service, you can have like service specific inquiry workflows. But let's just say we have like one general one just for everyone to like understand this. So someone fills out your lead capture, then automatically, automatically someone <laughs> should get an email from you saying that you received their inquiry. This is part of a workflow. So when someone fills out your lead capture, they get an inquiry email just saying, hey, we received your inquiry. Like if you have like not an immediate booking process, like if you're someone like me, we take applications, we review them, make sure we're a right fit, stuff like that. So it 
we get that email sent out. Um, our workflow adds a tag. So if someone's interested in Dubsado, um, it adds a tag that says Dubsado. Um, it changes the project status to Dubsado inquiries. I like to not see just general inquiries, like inquiries. And then there's like 50 things in there. I want to see specific services because this helps me audit if a service is actually getting booked. So I actually dropped a service because I wasn't really getting inquiries for it. And I wasn't, it wasn't lighting me up because I, I wasn't marketing for it because I didn't really enjoy doing it, but I just didn't really want to get rid of it. And then I was seeing like, I have like, like nothing really in there, just like a couple people. And I'm like, all the other ones are like way more full. So I got rid of it. And that just like helps you audit that kind of process. So it changes that status for us. Um, and then it has a to-do for us then to review the application and decide on next steps for that client. Um, so if you do booking automatically, you can send the scheduler right away. You can set a proposal right away. There are so many things that you can do in those workflows. Um, but for someone like first getting started, like in a CRM platform, you really just need your lead capture. You need your packages set up. So like what packages do you use often um, for your business, like all your services, um, a proposal that you can send out to clients and then an inquiry workflow. If you can't get started or like get stressed out with workflows, at least just get that inquiry workflow set up because then those are happening automatically. If someone inquires with you at 2 a.m. for whatever reason, we're not jumping out of bed at 2 a.m. because we don't want that lead to not hear from us. We're going to use our automations to do it for you. And so it's really just elevating your client experience and also saving you time. When we're done with our clients at uh, Dubsados, on average, our clients are saving 10 plus hours a week in their business. Um, and that is something we're really proud of. And that should that's not even like to take into account everything we took away from their assistant that is now automated and now their assistant is doing stuff that they actually need to be doing and isn't stuff that Zapier can do or isn't stuff that Dubsado can do. I had a client that like everything in her workflow was all to-dos and I'm like, These, this should all be in your project management tool and a lot of this can be automated and like I took her workflows from like 50 steps down to like five steps um, because it's all stuff that can happen in other places um, or automatically that doesn't need to be in Dubsado. Um, so what is there any like specific questions that you guys have like about Dubsado that you think like your audience could really oh, benefit gosh. from or you guys could too? <laughs> yeah, right. So we I think like this is almost just like a good story too to like apply that because so one of the thing we use workflows but we use workflows only for confirmed clients we have not set up a lead inquiry workflow and as your and the reason why so this is where i'm going to be like like we made we should be doing this absolutely we should be doing this um but we wanted it to be personalized we want that like we have email templates right so there is still a process it still saves us time which is great but we were like we want them to have a personal message back from us well this was working great up until we were on the gold digger podcast and the yeah, amount I was gonna of say, <laughs> i was like i bet yeah. up until you guys were on that podcast it yeah. was working well it, it was insane it is a full like sometimes i would have to slot out like an hour two hours literally just to go through our leads respond to emails am i following up like and lately we haven't i have not had the capacity to follow up with our leads so that second thing that could be automated in a system 
is not happening, which it's something where like you can't. And so this goes into play for anything. Like say all of a sudden you have a reel or a TikTok that went viral and you have an influx of inquiries. We can never plan for that. But if you have a system in place that is already helping you manage it, all of a sudden that influx of leads and opportunities is not going to waste or you're not losing people or you're not creating a poorer user experience than you want or client experience than you want. And so that's something where like we absolutely needed that. We needed that in place. We need that in place now. I literally have a task in my Asana um, that is update templates and workflows in Dubsado, which I keep changing the date and I need to prioritize. <laughs> but it's definitely one of those things where like you don't realize how important it is until you need it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard to know when those things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is also where like a system for planning out your, um, your visibility is like really important because, you know, for you guys, I know, I know like with podcasts too, you could record it and then it could not like go live for a while and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, for me, I like to plan out like all my guests speaking, all of that, anything that's going to cause that influx of, of inquiries, leads, eyes coming in and like plan that out on a calendar. So then you can like, look and be like, okay, like, do we have the proper things set up to be prepared for that? And if not, is this something someone on our team could do? Is this something we have the capacity to do? Is this something we could outsource? So then we are ready. So a lot of my clients right now are outsourcing because they're gearing up for busy season of like wedding and event season. And so looking at your calendar and seeing when those like timeframes are going to be out, whether it's guest speaking, whether it's your busy and slow seasons in your business. Um, but you know, sometimes things do just like happen like a viral reel. You can't really plan for that. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one that spent like hours making one and it flops and then you like do one in two seconds and it like Mm -hmm. does amazing. You're like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and so sometimes you can't plan for them, but I think just taking that time, just like setting up an inquiry workflow should take you no longer than five, 10 minutes. Like that is without overthinking it. Mm -hmm. One canned email that you're sending that is going out to inquiries and it does not need to be insanely personalized. I'm sorry. I have applied or like inquired on so many services and I am never looking at that email and be like, Oh my gosh, should they like, remember like my favorite cat's name or, you know what I mean? Like they don't like, I'm not looking at like how personal those messages. I just want to make sure I'm getting a message that I actually apply because there are things that I've done and I'm like, did I hit submit? And like, or did I actually like, do they have my inquiry? And if I don't get that email back, then I'm thinking or double guessing, second guessing myself. And I'm like, maybe I didn't fill it out. And then someone Mm -hmm. may go back and fill it out again. So send that message immediately. And there are smart ways, especially in Dubsado, um, that you can make it very personalized. Um, this is, I'm going to go a little high level just in case there are people that do Mm -hmm. know Dubsado. Um, but in your inquiry form, there are things called, um, custom mapped fields, um, in Dubsado. And so what you can do is you can ask a short answer question in Dubsado or a date select. These are the only two form fields that you can use that this will work for, but you can ask specific questions 
and then you can map those answers to their project. So for us, we will ask, you know, like, what is your goal with your Dubsado, you know, for with your Dubsado? And they can put in their answer and then that maps to their project. So then when they, when I get, when they get my email, that's automatic, then it can say, we see your goal for your Dubsado is, and it can fill in that info automatically in that email mm -hmm. through custom map fields. And so you put smart fields. So like in can emails, you know, you put like the client name mm -hmm. in bracket, in double brackets. Those are smart fields. When you create custom map fields in your settings, you can create them for anything. You can ask like, I asked like when your birthday is um, for my wedding and event clients, they'll ask like color schemes and stuff like that. And that'll map to their project. Um, and so then when we send like any emails or forms, we can map that info automatically in that email or in that form. And it feels very personalized because it looks like we're taking that info from the form. We're writing this email. Email, but that email went out while I was at Trader Joe's and you don't know it. And mm -hmm. I was shopping and you guys got that email, but you think I'm sitting there waiting for you to inquire and sending mm -hmm. you this email back when I'm, I'm not. Um, mm -hmm. And another thing with your inquiry workflows is to put a time frame on when you're going to get back to that person. So for you guys, especially mm -hmm. because you have an influx of inquiries coming in, make sure on that automatic email you're putting we'll get back to you in, you know, 48 business hours or something. Mm -hmm. So it gives you guys that time to breathe and not feel like when you have to get back to them right away or that if you don't, like they're going to go somewhere else, you know, mm -hmm. like if people are coming into your CRM platform, like this isn't a cold lead. This is a hot lead. Like they are mm -hmm. coming in, they are excited for your services. They are inquiring, they're taking the time to do so. And so making sure that you have when you're going to get back to them and then have them stay in your space. You know, while you wait, here's a blog post about X, Y, and Z. If you have a blog post on the service that they're inquiring on, keep them in your space. Don't send them somewhere else. Like go mm -hmm. look at someone else's stuff, unless they're not a good fit, then you can send them to someone else. <laughs> but if you know, keep them in your space. Mm -hmm. Oh, check us over on Instagram. Are you following our podcast? Here's a latest episode from our podcast. Like keep them in your space wanting more. So that way they're still so excited when you get back to them. And then you feel like you have time to also still have a life because mm -hmm. I am all about building your business around your life and not the other way around. So like if I'm, I also coach my daughter's softball team. So if I'm at softball practice, like I'm not worried about what's happening in my dips auto. Like I'm mm -hmm. focused on what's happening in my personal life. And then I will get back to that when I'm in work mode. And so doing those and building those boundaries is going to like save you guys so much time and like such a big headache. Mm -hmm. I love the personal touch of like the blog thing. Like if it's a certain service that they're inquiring about, like, mm -hmm. have you checked out this blog? And that, like, even just that feels like a little bit of personalization, like, mm -hmm. oh, they understand that I'm coming to them for SEO or for branding. And like, they want me to check out this blog that could be relevant to that service and to what I'm looking for. So mm -hmm. I even think like things like that is just such a nice little personal touch. Yeah. Yeah. We have, um, 
we're revamping our processes like completely this year, but we are definitely revamping them, especially since court's taking maternity leave soon. And we need to have like a branding wait list. And so there will be like a whole new process and we're dropping some services. So like with that, there needs to be explanation around everything. And that's something where I feel like when you're making big pivots in your business, like we are right now, it can feel really overwhelming at times to be like paralyzed by all the things you have to update, right? Like all the systems, all the processes, all the workflows, all your website, like the content you create, like everything has to shift and it can feel really paralyzing. But when you break it down to like, okay, what's, what needs to happen immediately? And at the end of the day, as a service-based business, your client and that experience that you create is that immediate thing that you need to work on first. And so like the first thing to fix is like setting those expectations. What do we offer? Can we meet your needs? When are you gonna hear from us? And like all of those things, like to your point can be automated through a workflow that then sets the expectations right up. Like, we're so happy you popped in about this service. Here's the things we're changing in our business. We are no longer doing X, Y, and Z. Like even just communicating that so that then people aren't frustrated when they hear from us 48 hours later and they realize that like we don't offer what we typically offer before. So I think setting those expectations is going to be huge for us and for anyone who's making a pivot in their business. And the best way to do that would be by setting up the workflows correctly. Exactly. Yeah. And in those situations too, you can even ask like, if you're still interested, like in mm-hmm. our other services, like please reply to this email so that we know. And then that way you're getting an email back. If someone's like, Oh no, like I am really just looking for branding, like blah, blah. You know, if you're not offering yeah. that, you know, whatever you're, you're taking away, like you know, making that clear and having them maybe like get back to you guys. So then you can go back because in Zepsado, you can see the replies to that email thread. Mm -hmm. And then you can be like, oh, okay, you know, they're not interested or they are still interested. And that way, when you go back and look at those leads, then it's easier than like, okay, now we need to follow up and ask them all these questions and things like that. Um, So yeah, there's definitely like, like keep track of the things that you need to get done, especially if you're in a pivot in a change or just in general, like use a project management tool. Um, so I know you guys use Asana. Um, a lot of people use Trello. Um, we use ClickUp. There's Notion. Um, keep track of all those tasks that you need to get done and set yourself due dates. Um, and try not to push your due dates back, um, which I know is easy to do. Yeah, we're very guilty. Um, I know. But definitely, yeah, but definitely like put due dates on there, hold yourself accountable. Um, and also like set up, you know, like a calendar view so you can see like, am I giving myself 12 things to do on one day. Well, yeah, that's probably why you're pushing a lot of due dates back, Mm -hmm. you know, look at the other days in your week to see, you know, what days do I have more flexibility on? Like what days am I not recording a podcast on that I could work on this workflow? Um, and so definitely like keep track of those things is going to really help you not feel like crazy overwhelmed with everything that you have going on in your Mm -hmm. business. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could be talking for like a year about like all of we this need stuff. Another episode I know. Of <laughs> you might hey, need to follow anytime. up. For real. <laughs> um, all right. Why don't you tell everyone where they can go to find you? And also if there's anything we missed or anything that like a final note you want to mention, feel free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would say like the biggest thing is like, don't get overwhelmed with systems, with system tools, with workflows. Um, just take it one step at a time and know that there are resources out there. If you use Dubsado, they have amazing free courses that you can look at um, and go off of. That's what us certified 
dips auto specialists, like we need to know the ins and outs of those courses. Like I watch them too. So like, look at them. They are so knowledgeable and helpful. Um, and there are things like that out there for so many system tools. My favorite place is YouTube, like go look at YouTube to find out how to use something. Um, but just get started. Like I always say, get your system hands dirty. Um, and don't just like sit there and expect it to just get done. Even if you outsource it, there is still work that you need to do to be prepared to outsource something. Um, so that would be my biggest thing is to just get those systems hands dirty. Um, and then you guys can connect with me over on Instagram. Um, it is the social lifestyle co. Um, and then we also have our podcast, which is, um, going to be launched March 1st. So by the time this airs, you guys will have episodes. You guys can go binge and listen to, um, especially if you want to learn more things about systems, it is literally a podcast about systems for your entire business. Um, so definitely check that out and our DMS are always open. So if you have questions about systems, about our services, anything like that, um, feel free to let us know. And then I'll make sure there's a link for you guys for our free systems audit checklist. So if you're like, I think my systems are good. Um, definitely check out this free resource. Um, it'll really help you audit your systems. Uh, people say that they use it. They come back to it every month, quarter, year. Um, it's a really great resource to come back to whenever you need to in your business. Awesome. Doing all those things right after this. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.